What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 126, presented by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, a.k.a. Founder Numero Uno, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Popfly himself, Founder Numero Dos, Ben. What's important here is snacks. Baseball. Ben, what's going on there? Oh, that's, that's perfect. Uh... Later, I need to tell y'all a snack story. So if we have time at the end, uh, I have props as well, like already ready. So got it. Uh, but, you know, before we do anything like that, we got plenty of stuff to talk about. And there's no better person that I would want to talk about stuff than that person right over yonder. Are they are they sleeping with the earthworms or are they just pushing up daisies? Let's find out. Ladies and gentlemen, now batting cleanup for the Outfielder Podcast, number three, the great Sam Bino. Hi. Welcome I'm not back. dead. Not dead. Despite what Ben just said, I am not dead. <laughs> that led to no. a lot of speculation that he was dead. What are you doing? <laughs> I was trying to prep for his awesome zombie Halloween costume. Why? What'd y'all think? Oh my god, this guy. It's not even October yet. Let's calm down the Halloween talk, shall we? Well, I'm okay. ready. I'm I'm here for the Halloween talk, Ben. All right. Thank you. I got outvoted. Who do we my know wife had to got... stop me from buying like a bunch of tombstones to put in the front yard. Why why'd she stop you? I don't know. Mm. I saw a tweet or something today and it was someone had taken those life-size plastic skeletons and just covered their house like the skeletons are scaling it. I, I love that. All about that idea. It's a great Halloween idea. Well, Halloween's not quite here yet. October's not quite here yet. However, October baseball is nigh upon us. And I couldn't be more excited about it. I can't believe that we made it through the season. Sam was 100% correct. Sad but true. Sad but true. I think. I don't know. Ben, what do you think? Are you surprised we made it all the way? So I think... At the beginning of the season, absolutely. But whenever they had the the incidents with St. Louis and with Miami, I mean, once that that didn't shut it down, Sam absolutely, you know, got to give got to give credit where credits due. He he called that like, there's no way they're stopping now. And why would you, right? Like that was the thing we talked about that. I think like mid August, something like that. We were talking about how like at this point, it they're just gonna bulldoze on through it, which does make sense, but. Man, I, I, I'm I'm personally surprised by it. So that freight train, once it keeps, once it gets going, it just keeps on going down the line. Well, and once again, Sam brought up to the point whenever we did talk about that that I mean, you follow the money and you see where it is. Like they're trying to avoid losing even more money than they would have lost. And it's I the interesting thing about it to me is that the sixty game season has yielded us. While we have expanded playoffs, we have universal designated hitter, all that. So things are a little, they're not exactly at parity. We pretty much have a similar picture than we would with 162 games. And the amount of people that when the comments, whenever we got to uh, the 60 game mark of like, well, I wish we had a hundred more games to work this out. It's like, okay, that's absurd to say number one and number two, like <laughs> what a ridiculous thing. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, Definitely excited. I think the playoff expansion, we talked about this last week. I think it's too much. Too many teams made it that probably don't really have any business there. Yeah, that's it's it's less than ideal for sure. But exciting. I mean, the Reds don't belong, right? Not they're, not, they're only the seven seed, and the Reds 
they don't belong here. We're going to talk about the Reds in a minute because Joey Votto would tell you otherwise. And I pulled some sound. Yeah, and I've been singing their praises, and I thought they would have a much better season. But they did like, not. No, like they did not. And the Brewers baseball. will be eighth seed. They they probably do deserve to be there. Maybe, but they kind of gutted it out in the end, which is the idea. But I mean, they haven't like neither of those teams have been great all year. So it's kind of a that's the problem when whenever you have more than half the teams making the playoffs. Well, that's the right. thing is once you once you make the tournament though, anything can happen. Now I'm not you know putting betting the mortgage on on the Reds or you know the Brewers. But still, anything can happen. I mean, the Braves will find a way to melt down again. The Braves Their will. It's horrible. <laughs> I predict that the Braves will. I think the Padres will melt down in some orderly fashion. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers found some way to screw it up, too. I don't want the. That's actually speaking of matchups. So we have the Padres and St. Louis playing. And I got to say, I am so excited for San Diego to actually still have meaningful baseball. I don't remember the last time they were relatively successful, but good for them. Like how can they lost their number them? one and number two pitchers? They're going to be totally fucked. Yeah, let me tell yeah. you how this goes with the Cardinals. I've seen it many, many times. You guys have too. It's, Shut up. I'm just saying. No, it's it's one of those things where they always seem to be that team that knows how to grit it out, and that matters in these kinds of situations. So oh, yeah, I mean. If I'm watching with my brain turned on, the Cardinals are going to run away with it. But I'm watching baseball with my heart. Sure. I'm talking about uh, versus the Padres. I don't think that the Cardinals are any match for like the Dodgers or you know some teams no. like that. We'll get into that here in a little bit. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the playoffs, though. Lots of random shit going on. Do you guys have any like end-of-season notes or anything like that that uh, have caught your eye or things that we've talked about? I have a quick one. When's the last time that a defending World Series champion fails to make the playoffs? Do we? That may be something worth worth looking into because the Washington Nationals are done playing baseball in twenty and twenty. I think that I saw this the other day. I think it was like maybe twenty years or something like that. It wasn't as long ago as you maybe think. Um, what about the twenty sixteen Royals oh, after the twenty fifteen win? They that's were right. they were atrocious. They, I mean, when they're touting their defense during the World Series, you know the other the other teams just aren't that good. Oh, the Red Sox did it too, by the way. Really? Okay, yeah. so it's a relatively common occurrence. But it hadn't happened in a while. I mean, Sam's exactly correct. Like those teams are god awful after that kind of run. Man, and I they lost a lot just, of talent. A lot. I don't know why it just feels so good, right? <laughs> I guess. So, yeah, it does feel good. I wish. I could say better things about the Marlins, but they. I just want to point out to the viewers the fact that I pointed out to you guys earlier today. The Marlins have never, and I say this again, they have never lost a postseason series. Both times that they made it to the playoffs, they won the World Series in 97 and 2003. That is wild. So they're undefeated in the playoffs, and they're in the playoffs right now. So just saying. Okay. We'll see. I already know how that ends, though. I'll just tell you right now. I hope they just melt the Cubs. Yeah, and then nothing else after that somehow. Just right. I know they you get said, shredded by the Reds. <laughs> I know you said milk the Cubs, but I heard milk. Oh, melt. No, I was like, that's like a, a weird verb you got there, Sam. It's a weird verb. It's a little strange. It's definitely a little strange. Um, but I did like the the shred the Reds. That was a pretty good uh, wordplay. I I enjoyed that turn of phrase. Nice. I thought you might. Well done. Well. 
one story before we really get into like actual playoff matchups and stuff like that that caught my eye. And this really didn't make as much of a splash as I kind of thought it would. Um, but, I, you know, it's really tough to understand the news cycle right now and, and like how like these things are seemingly like big news and sports is seemingly un like not as important, I guess, as it maybe once was before COVID and all this going, stuff going on. But the MLB promising free COVID testing for essential workers and then like not coming through on that promise seems very relevant given all like it kind of melds those two things together. What an unbelievable story. Did you guys see this? I, I saw I Once again, I didn't read the rumblings, but it's interesting that the biggest baseball story happening right now isn't really about baseball. It's about COVID, which makes perfect sense as well. It should be. And given the way the MLB consistently messed this up in April and in May and in June and in July, and if you want evidence, go check every recording we did since then. It's very well documented. I have zero surprise that the MLB said they would COVID test people and then did not do it. Especially essential workers. Right. I mean, how hard is it for them to put that effort in? It's not. They just They're already testing players at scale. Like, what's another? Well, just double that, I guess. Now that I say that out loud, I guess it would be a little difficult. But like, but, <laughs> they've got the they've got the system set up. Well, and we're talking about one of the leagues that has the most money period in it. So like, I, I don't think that's a stretch. Like you put together this 113 page manual full of, you know, playing through a, a pandemic rule book kind of thing. And you put in there to try to tamp down the, the shock of the fact that they were going to go ahead and go through with the season and go ahead and play the game. You put in there, Oh, well, you know, we're going to offer, you know, free diagnostic and antibody testing and all this for people that are putting themselves on the front line because while we realize that we're not an essential type of thing, we are important too and we want to aid those that are. And so I I, I can understand that message. It makes sense. The, fa the fact of the matter is they're not held accountable. They don't have to follow through on this. It's just going to go away and nobody's even going to notice. It's crazy. Right. And that's that's what's so aggravating is no one is holding their feet to the fire on any of this. At all. And you'll be interested to know that they won't let us because I, I uh, sent an email to the general PR box from MLB and got a very canned response back, that, you know, which is some, some questions about what we're doing about this and got nothing. Just a, one of the standard, you know, we'll get back to you and you'll never get back to me kind of things. Like, we take this very seriously and appreciate your inquiry. Yeah, exactly. We'll get back to you in six to nine years. That's pretty much what we're looking at. Yeah, it's a business, right? They're, it costs money to do what they said that they would do. They probably didn't realize how much money it costs to do all that stuff. And they already didn't get a full season. Yeah, and, I, and that's a big part of it. The greed part of it is really what this all comes down to. Why would they do this if they don't have to? And they're not, not going to face blowback, so it's not worth the PR nightmare that you're going to face because if they did start to like, this is one of those things that if they did start to receive blowback here, then they would just do it. Well, but, and because we have such a short attention span collectively as a public, you know, we're going to be, Ooh, next shiny thing. It's baseball playoffs. And then it's an election and then it's a contested election. And then it's riots in the street and, and all of that stuff. We're not going to, you know, no one's going to be like, 
Hey, Rob Manfred, remember in April when you said essential workers will get COVID tests? Well, they're going to be standing outside your office banging on trash cans to get your attention. Like, that's not going to happen. Someone That should happen. Some people should go bang on some trash cans outside of his office. It's a genuine thing. 2020. Yes. We don't have interns this year because, you know, COVID, but next year. New, new interns, trash can, bang. Yeah, we got it. Um, I... I, I agree. I, I, that's a good point, Ben, because the point is, like, it, it's more about just the rush of information coming at us, right? And and you can't possibly think about holding MLB's feet to the fire when you're worried about fighting a virus or finding a job or, you know, all these other things that are much more important that are going on. And MLB knows that. That's the worst part about this is they're taking advantage of that. They're taking advantage yeah. of the fact that they don't have to do this. That's what kind of pisses me off about it the most, I think. It's a great year for brushing things under the rug. Absolutely. And what a bunch of dicks. <laughs> and to that to that same exact point, Sam, this that that puts me right back into something we were talking about right before Ben got on. Uh, but I wanted to save it for the show. Uh, the Red Sox fired their manager the other day, and they are absolutely going to bring Alex Cora back. There is no doubt about it. And you know what? It is not going to matter one bit because they're going to sweep it all under the rug, and that is how it's going to be. So is it like official that they're going to bring Alex Cora back or is this just like it, they're setting the stage for it. They're setting the stage. They've got all the Boston beat reporters kind of testing the waters on Twitter, kind of saying things like kind of just putting the idea out there to see how people would respond. And what's coupled with this is that I don't want to go too deep into this, but the Red Sox organization itself is so desperate for fans in Boston to like them. It's hard to believe this, but like they've won four rings in their 20-year ownership, and nobody likes them because of things like what we talked about with, you know, the COVID testing. Not them specifically, but like they're. I mean, it's the same kind of concept, and they're so desperate to get fans and people to like them that they're going to bring a fan favorite manager back because most people feel, and I'm one of those people. I don't really think he did a whole lot to to deserve being fired. I don't like, I understand the outrage by it, but like when the, when we talk about the evidence that's in that report, there is not enough to say he did X, Y, Z with the Red Sox versus what happened with the Astros. I'm not, again, I, I'm not, I'm not saying he's clear of it or anything like that. I'm not saying that he's innocent. Ben, stop laughing. God damn it. And you didn't ever <laughs> let me read the report the first time. Um, I'm not saying any of that. I, I, he absolutely did all of those things, but like, it doesn't matter. People don't care. The PR isn't going to blow back on them, so they're going to do what they think will make people happy. That's really what it comes down to. And I'm one of those people where it's like, I don't, I mean, I don't really give a shit to me, to be real honest with you. I can understand from an integrity standpoint why you would, but like, as I just think there are too many people like me that just don't really care about all that. Because this so year was such yeah, a disaster. I mean, they're going to do it because they want to win back all the Justins out there, basically, is what you're saying. But yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. There is a lot of that and a lot of bearded white 30 somethings. Well, who else are the Boston Red Sox going to be attracting Ben? That's I said it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's are my you point. telling me that Boston is not a diverse and inclusive area oh my God. or city. I would never I say anything like that. This is you, you MFers. This is the same thing where you tried to get me on. No, that, that's not what I said. I was being sarcastic because it's definitely not. <laughs> right. I was too. I think Ben took it a different way than we intended for it. <laughs> All I'm saying, though, is that it's, well, it's going to happen. fun, everyone. <laughs> ben Baseball, everybody. <laughs> no. Peace out. Oh, applause. There you go. Ben Baseball, everybody. No. Ben's not going anywhere.
No, but all I, again, I'm not saying he didn't do anything wrong. I, I just don't care about it. And what it, that's really what it comes down to. And they're hoping that people like me kind of look at it that way. Well, and I wonder, too, if, and granted, there were no fans, but not everyone's still talking about Houston. So they know the shelf life on a scandal like this. Right. And that's the thing is that they're just they're going to use this as a ruse to kind of be, eh, we're going to do whatever we want to do and hopefully win back some favor. And, you know, we know that this year was a disaster. I mean, look at the fact that they just traded David Price and Mookie Betts. I mean, that really pissed a lot of fans off. A lot of people were pissed off about that, and rightfully so. I'm one of them. And so what's going to bring back, you know, what's going to curry back favor the quickest? Something like that. It's pretty simple. It's pretty crazy, though, that it's actually going to end up Winning games might bring them back. That's definitely true. But you need someone that can encourage actual winning on the field, and Ron Renicky was not that guy. I mean, when you're asking the media how you can make things better on your own team, that's, that's tough. It's a tough look. To be fair, to be fair, he wasn't hired for that job, really. And I mean, what are you going to do when they trade Mookie Betts? I mean, it wasn't his fault necessarily. They need to have us as their consultants because have I got a a baseball story of something that did make me peak interest? And I can't remember which one of you sent it to me, but I have questions. Okay, what do you got, Ben? How did how did every character from South Park end up in Mile High Stadium or Coors Field. It was Mile High. It's an incredible idea. Uh, for those that haven't seen it, all the basically the Broncos at their home game the other day put the entire... Was it the entire stadium? It was, right? I don't know if it was the whole stadium, but at least the sections that they showed, it was just filled with cutouts of the characters from South Park. It's incredible. Uh, I'm looking at it again. I'm pretty sure it was at least a whole, like, Big section, section. worth. How it's did nobody, such a good idea. How did nobody think of this before? The Simpsons would have been a good one for like the Cubs. You could have something. filled a whole stadium for the with the Simpsons characters. Family Guy for the Patriots. There you go. Mm-hmm. You could. There's so many of these you could have done. Missed opportunity on baseball's part. Even though, I will say this: I don't know that I'd be sitting in the front row if it were something like that. So I'm taking that, taking that where I can get it. Yeah. The, I mean, the cardboard cutouts of fans are obviously great in their own right. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do that, then you just print out all the characters from South Park. That's just so funny. It's no problem. And, and if you're Matt Parker and Trey Stone and you're trying to advertise your next season, like what a what a better way to spend that ad. I can't think of a better way to spend that advertising budget. They must have paid for that, right? I'm sure. sure. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Comedy Central did. Well, right, but I mean that's a part of their advertising and all that but baseball should have done more things like that they're not creative enough to do something like that uh they're they're definitely not that forward thinking enough to do something like that to be fair though baseball had a little less lag time than nfl did so can we just let's take a step back the whole cutout thing happened because korea correct played baseball for months before this happened and they saw them put like stuffed animals in the stands and cutouts of anime characters and shit like that and pokemon and then MLB goes, let's just do that. Yeah, genius, right? And then somebody in the NFL goes, ah, let's just sell it to South Park, if it was indeed sold to South Park. I'm, I'm sure it was. Um, I'm embarrassed to say I do not know the results of how the KBO season ended. It's not over. It's not over. Okay. <laughs> Talk to us about, let's get an update. It's been a while. Let's get an update on the KBO. Yeah, we pulled the standings. I up. knew that, that it would be right where we left off. Um. 
is is it over? I don't know. NC Dinos are seventy-one and forty-two. Um, wow! So they they cooled off. Some... Doosan Bears are in fifth. Uh, sixty-two and fifty-three. Ten games back. What what about the the, the Wyverns? The Wyverns. SK Wyvern, they're 40 and 79. They're in ninth place out of 10. Oh! 34 games back. What's the last place team? The Hanwha. Uh, what are they? Fuck. Heroes? Heroes, I Eagles. think. Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. They are in last place, 36 and 80. Eesh. It's not Oof. great. So, okay. So, and, and then are, do they have like a playoff round, like, like a normal playoff system like we would or? I don't know how it works. Like we would, like the MLB would, excuse me. Right. How about postseason? Okay. KPO postseason? I'll come back. Okay. This Circle back around. Solid stuff. So for those people who, who missed it, whenever we didn't know if we'd have American baseball to watch, we started following the KBO Korean League. And uh, I got to tell you, just like how my major league teams don't do well, neither do my Korean teams. That's okay, Ben. That's okay. It's, you know, it's not for the faint of heart, KBO seasons. I mean, finishing with 36 wins is a tough, tough year. I just, they're dragons, man. Like, how could you not pick by the dragons? I'm with you. Speaking of missing the postseason, Mike Trout being in his 10th season, being an eight-time All-Star and three-time MVP winner, and being eliminated for the ninth time in a 10-year career from the postseason is got to be tough. I mean, come on. I feel like as a competitor, he is so ready to leave. Like he's a good hometown guy. Like they love him there, and the checks are still clearing quite quite well. Yeah. But you gotta think he wants to get to the next echelon. I don't and think at this point the only thing he's missing is World Series ring. Yeah, but he's signed a ten year another ten year contract, so he's not going anywhere. So I, I did see that the Angels fired Billy Epler their uh their GM though the other day and a big name that they're going to bring in is Dave Dombrowski who constructed that Tigers team in 2014 maybe they lost but it was still really that was that team with Prince Fielder and uh, all that and then he assembled the Red Sox team in 2018 Uh, he was kind of the GM that took all the parts made the trades and everything that you know kind of put teams over the top so Sam what have we got on KBO nothing is it over the regular season appears to be over. I am really struggling to find any sort of documentation on what the postseason looks like. Do, oh, wait, 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 wait. Do they do the postseason? Didn't they just do like soccer where it's just one? Uh... The The website said that they're playing through the 18th of October. So that would give them about three weeks from now to get through um, what was in previous seasons. Like they take the top five teams and they play postseason it's usually like best of three best of five best of five or something like that um but i'm actually not finding anything about what's going on right this second i uh so i'm concerned that someone should tell these teams that there's still baseball to be played because it seems like they don't know so just make sure to stay tuned here on the outfielder (laughs) podcast for your month-by-month updates of the korean baseball organization (laughs) I, I will pat myself on the back for picking the team who got first place in the regular season. Did they, though? The NC Dinos definitely got first place in the regular season. I just gave you the oh, oh, in the regular season. I'm sorry. I thought you were still talking postseason, which we can't seem to be able to locate for some reason. Don't uh, don't break your arm patting yourself on the back there, Sammy. Yeah. 
He's already patting himself on the back for this fantasy win that he got into. I'm just gonna just gonna do it. Congratulations, Sam. Thank, Thank you. Him. I mean, I don't. I mean, first place in the season with a big asterisk on it, but uh, I'll take my money and run. Thank you very much. May I make a future suggestion? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Please uh, do. So I'm even. So I'm making this suggestion. Uh, so. The, the biggest thing I want to get across here is that I don't mean this to benefit me directly. So I would even be a fan of putting the look, listen, listen, Ben, I'd be a, I'd be a fan. I, I, I would not be opposed to putting this rule in after the next season. Okay. But I think that the draft order should have something to do with how you finish the previous season. Yeah. I'm on board with that. Notion. Yeah. We, we, we that. definitely didn't do that. And I would have, cause I pretty much tanked more or less and just loaded up on prospects for this, this coming seasons. Because uh, I was just getting to a point where like Clayton Kershaw and Chris Sale are my two best pitchers, and it's like ah, I just you know and Altuve had a terrible year. It just it kind of all got to a point where you just got to kind of flush out and try to start getting younger for going forward. And so I thought about that though about how great it would be if you had a situation where there is quote unquote tanking for teams and stuff like that because. While it doesn't make as much fun for regular season, I guess, we still have, I mean, that ends up happening almost every season where someone's not able to play as often, so, well, or set their lineup let, or whatever. Let me ask it's you true. this. It's true. I was going to say, let me ask you this, Justin. How, where'd you end up uh, ranking out there, friend? Ninth. Ninth. That's why okay. I said I, that's why I said I wouldn't want to put this in, I don't know if, like, it'd be fair to put this in place where it would, like, it's because it's my idea and that it would directly benefit me. That was what I was trying to say before. No, I, I just, I just, I feel like that's lower than where I was this year. Oh, no, Who's that's good. House? Yeah. Ben's house. Who's house? Ben's house. Fifth? Fifth? Sixth. 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 Jimmy was in Pretty last good. place, so at least I finished better. That was my only goal this year was just to get not in last place. Well, I, Jimmy doesn't really have an excuse. I mean, he's no. quarantined to high hell in New York City. He's not doing shit. That's bullshit. He drove across the country because he was so cagey. So, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, I so I'm on board with the draft thing. I don't care if it benefits you. It's for the one pick. Like, what are yeah. you really? It's not football. You're not going to get like the best running back in the universe. Right. No, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I just, I want to make sure that it was said that I'm not recommending that yeah. before I, knowing it would directly benefit me. I, I, uh, for setting the draft order, when you have custom keepers like we do, you have to manually set the draft order. You can't just hit a button and randomize it. So I have to go to like random.org. Sorry, Ivan. I have to go to random.org and like tell, like give me um, a random 10 number sequence, uh, one through 10. And mm. the one, it was Marty first. Marty had won three years in a row before that and i'm like perennially in the top three and i was number two i was like "Ooh, it's mm, <laughs> a tough look well. <laughs> it's a tough tough look well yeah we can we can do something like so, that then that's that, that crossed my mind okay i was like i should should i take should i like redo the random so it doesn't look as bad i don't know yeah but then it's like the integrity is kind of roll a 10 sided die <laughs> yeah i mean you could roll a 10 side die does that exist ben no yes I think uh, are we losing Ben to router problems again? Yes. Why do you have your router underneath a, a blanket? Deal. Um... All right. Anyway. I think we're router problems. Who knows? Hmm. Are we there? 
So my router is not underneath the blanket. It's underneath the I think it's Ben. I can't tell. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast. We are happy to have you. <laughs> Big props to Ivan for sending us messages in where we will talk about many, many things. Is my router under a blanket? Find out next week on the Outfielder Podcast. Back to you guys. Maybe it's in a Faraday cage. Mm. Ben, is your router under a blanket? Seriously? No, it's not. Okay. It's was. on top of my dresser. It was before, and you know it was. Don't lie to me. <laughs> um, all right. Well, what other... One, one other note before... Yes. I have one other note before baseball. Um, so what do y'all think about uh, Shane Bieber getting a pitching triple crown? Love Shane Bieber. One of the most electric pitchers to watch in this game. We haven't talked about him nearly enough this year. Let me pull his numbers up real quick. Yeah, I, I have him, uh, or I have some of the ones that, that got him there. He had eight wins this season. His uh, ERA was 1.63, and he had 122 strikeouts. Oof. Absolutely electric in a short Jesus. season. 122 strikeouts over, what, maybe like 10 starts? I'll tell you right now. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe 12 or 13. Nine. But yeah, it's pretty good. Nine starts. Nine starts? Holy shit. Yeah, it's eight like and one. <laughs> he went eight and one, 163. Holy shit. Hunt, striking out at 122 is absurd. Over 77 innings. That is ridiculous. What? <laughs> he has a whip of a, a .866. That's Pretty good. Pretty fucking good. It should be I, him and Trevor Bauer for Cy Young, I think, right? Uh, almost certainly, right? Has anybody been better than Trevor Bauer? I don't think so, right? Mm, I don't. I don't think so. Boy, so speaking of Trevor Bauer, we talked about him last week. I did a little bit of deep dive on his YouTube channel and whatnot, and it was very interesting to see a little bit of kind of what we were talking about last time where uh, we were wondering about the team and whether they really enjoy someone like that being in their clubhouse. And one of the first things I saw after we had discussed that was that the GM said, we're going to do everything we can to make sure he's back. So they have embraced that kind of grit and as an organization and they don't mind it. And I, I kind of here for that because the Reds are definitely an organization that needs some of that kind of grit. And I'm, I, as I did the more in-depth YouTube investigations, I saw that he had started a series that was basically all about playing through the coronavirus and the MLB experience for players. And he basically just walked around and made a video blog with his video camera, uh, which he showed the other day uh, that it's ready for the for the playoff celebration and it's wrapped in plastic and everything for the locker room afterwards. So uh, uh, it's a little bit of like of of kind of it gets a little bit like, look at me. I'm trying really hard to expose some things that aren't as maybe trivial as you think, but it does bring up a lot of solid, bigger picture items and points. Uh, but nothing I would necessarily probably watch like consistently, if that makes any sense. Uh, so, qu question, not question, statement. Uh, there will be no celebrations in the locker room. So, what is he doing? What is is he that true? 
Yes, that's totally true. Oh, I don't know then. So I, maybe he's maybe he was making a joke about maybe it. Maybe he didn't read like. the fucking rules. No, he does read the rules. He's the one that's citing the rules on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one of them. Hold on, let me uh, find the context for that. So, are Ben, you, go ahead. Sam, are you making a point that there won't be because of rules or they won't be a celebration because it's Cincinnati? Well, I actually like your point better, but I was going with the first one. <laughs> I thought I thought you were making a Cincy joke, but it sounds like you're making a rules joke. So okay, just uh, wanted to make sure. Jokes. That's right. Uh, which, by the way, they're not that far away from each other. A few hours, Cincinnati to Pittsburgh. Yep, pretty poopy. Yeah, just okay. beautiful part of the country. Just cross over the Big Scioto Raider uh, River that cuts through downtown Columbus, and you're good to go. He said playoffs, baby. I think that was kind of kind of tongue in cheek, right? Is it? I think he's I think he's jazzed about it. He's ready. I think you're But they've explicitly said there will be no celebrations in locker rooms with champagne because of COVID. Hmm. Interesting. I'm gonna look more into that. I'm putting a pin in that for sure. I'm actually going to get back to everyone on that because I'm fascinated by that scenario. I get it. That makes sense. Then why would Trevor Bauer be posting that? Which is very odd. I don't know. Well, you know, there's lots of rules that they're not really following. Good so. point. Probably just going to do it anyway. And that very well could have been a jab at that very thing of like, hey, well, we're, I mean, you know. Right. It might have been bait, right, yeah. for them to follow him around. and He did uh, express some some uh, distaste earlier today about how family members can attend games for the postseason. Uh, the visiting team's families cannot attend games. It's like, well. Hold uh, on. But none I'm about of the games are, are at home, right? Aren't all the games at right, neutral central <laughs> locations? Yeah, I don't know, dude. Uh, I'm don't about know. it. That's, a ho that's home field advantage right there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Take the family out of the equation entirely. <laughs> it's rough, but I, I like it. I'm a fan. We talked about gritty. That's gritty. Uh, but yeah, anyway, it's been interesting to watch this through the lens of all that. It's worth a check out as far as the vlog goes. I don't know. I'd be interested to know what you guys think of it because I, I walked away with I thought that I would be more, more of an impression would be left with me, and it really wasn't. So I mean, here's my question: Is what year is it? 2004. Why are we watching vlogs? Why am I watching vlogs, or no, why overall, is it a thing? Like as a oh. public. Well, I think it's like a more of a YouTube branding kind of thing. That's how I read it. I'm not sure though. It's the second time you've said as a public, and I'm intrigued by how that entered your lexicon. <laughs> Really? Well, we can break this down. No. I'd love, I'd love to hear more. <laughs> We've got playoff baseball to get to. Ben, you have the playoff matchups in front of you there? Let's get into that. I do have the playoff matchups in front of me. All going to go AL or NL? Sam, make the pick. I'm more excited about the NL. All right, so we have the first-place Dodgers against the eighth-place Brewers. Okay, real quick, actually, one tiny, tiny note that involves all of this. So we're recording this on Monday, and on Wednesday, Sam, do you have the schedule of games for Wednesday? Um, I do. I have them, actually. I noted this down earlier today because Wednesday – First day of the playoffs is going to be an absolute shit show, full of games all day long. I cannot wait. It's going to be super exciting. Do you want me to read them off? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So this is just Wednesday. Like, 
you know, pretty much a day from now. 12 p.m. Eastern, Cincinnati at Atlanta, game one. Also at 12, Houston at Minnesota. So we've got two games really early. Central, that's 11. If you're on the West Coast, baseball starting at 9 a.m. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> that's awesome. so cool. All right. Uh, 2 p.m. These are all, all times are Eastern. Uh, Miami at Chicago. 3 p.m. White Sox at Oakland. 4 p.m. Toronto at Tampa Bay. 5 p.m. St. Louis at San Diego. 7 p.m. Yankees at Indians. And 10 p.m. Milwaukee at Dodgers. So that's uh, eight games, nine games. In eight, one. Oh, nine. my God. Playoff games, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to be watching baseball all day. Me too. How would there be nine games when there are 16 teams? Uh-oh. Does the math check out, Ben? No, I just miscounted. There's oh, eight oh games. got it. Okay. I'm a moron. Total moron. <laughs> I messed it up four times and like got it wrong at the last one, so now it's, it's unimaginable. It's okay. We're going to get there. We're going to get there because we are oh, here boy. for you, Grounds Crew Nation. All right, so that is... That's Wednesday, but let's talk about the specific matchups themselves. So, Do we want to take predictions? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who's our scribe? I will. Just give me like a minute. You guys do something else. All right. So as you all know, they broke it down. Uh, there are 16 teams, eight from each side. We're going to have a wild card round. Uh, best of five. DS, CS, and World Series are all best of seven. Okay. So, so in the National League, that is the league in which the National League plays, mm-hmm. the first round, do you like that? Yeah. The first round, the Los Angeles Dodgers and the um, Milwaukee Brewers. And this is five games, right? I believe so, yes. Hmm. I think this is a Dodgers sweep. That's my prediction. Sweep? Yes, I do. I don't Best think... five, I'm going to go... Five, four games. Four games. Yeah, I'm going to go Dodgers in four. Okay. Yeah. In momento, I'm going to boot up a little spreadsheet. Oh, perfect. Got to love those spreadsheets. Next up, while while Sam's uh, while Sam's doing his his spreadsheeting, uh, we have the Padres and the Cardinals. That's the San Diego Padres, St. Louis Cardinals. I'm going to say. Man, I'm going to say the Padres, but I do think they're going to get it. I think it's going to go all the way to five games, though. Just because it somehow, like, it's what we talked about with the Cardinals earlier. They'll put up a really good fight. I don't know if they're going to make it against a really, really good San Diego team, but I also don't know if their San Diego pitching is that bad to where they'll, they won't be able to just outslug them. So, all right, what's your prediction, Justin, for St. Louis, San Diego? I'm going to say it's going to go to five games, and I'm going to give it to San Diego. SD in five? Yep. Ben? I'm going to go SD in five. Nice. I'm going to go SD in six. In a five-game season? Best of five? Oh, shit. God, my numbers are terrible today. Somebody else should be sprinting. This is bad, Ben. Um, This is real bad. uh, Yeah, five. Five. I, I didn't mean to call you out, buddy. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You should just take me out back already. I feel bad. Well, speaking of feeling bad, next up are the Cubbies and the Marlins. I think the Cubs win this. 
I think they're going to do it in four games. Man, I should talk before Justin because I too am going to pick the Cubs in four. Well, it's uh, going to get more know. interesting when it goes to seven series, so don't yeah, worry about it. I don't it. know what Miami is doing in the playoffs, but here we are. I got Miami in five. Miami in really? five. I'm going for it. Sam doesn't think they're going to lose a playoff series. I like the the cut of his jib for sure. I think they after this one, and I think they're going <laughs> to topple the Cubs. Okay, cool. I like that. that. Makes sense. I like the bold boldness of that prediction for sure. And last but not least, we have Atlanta and Cincinnati. I I think Cincinnati's going to win this series, but I think it's going to take them five games to do it. I don't trust Atlanta. I really don't. Their pitching's terrible. So I don't trust Atlanta, but I really don't trust Cincinnati. Give me Atlanta in five. Okay. I've got Atlanta in four. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, Sam, I mean, I haven't really been able to get a, a read on the Braves in a short season. They're a really hard team to get a read on anyway, right? Yeah, they, they're extremely streaky in so many ways. Um, they've got guys like Adam Duvall, who just they come out of nowhere and hit 12 home runs in August. Also whatever plays he golf. Did. Um, Austin Riley is really streaky. Their pitching is awful. They've got um, that Ian guy, what's his name? Uh, I don't know what their starting rotation looks like now because they I don't, don't have fires anymore. Uh, full ten of it got sent down after one garbage start. Let me take a look see here, because I, I I feel like they've never really put the pitching together. So they've got Max Freed, Kyle Wright, Ian Anderson is who you're thinking of. Anderson, yeah. Tuki Toussaint, and then kind of a revolving fifth seat. Ah, yeah. doesn't have the bats. They do have the bats. Shootout. They do have Pablo Sandoval now, though, so that's great news. Yeah, they activated him the other day. Good luck with that. Hope he likes a bunch of Instagram photos in the club in the clubhouse during games. Best of luck to Atlanta. Yeah, they're going to need it, I think. But you're taking him in four, huh? I got him in four. I don't think since he's got it, they'll they'll throw Trevor Bauer twice, and that'll be it. All right, Ben, what's next? So next up, we move over to the American League, and we're going to start there with Tampa and Toronto. This time, I'm going to call on Sam. Tampa, Tampa and Toronto. Oh, I've got Tampa in three. I got a sweep on Toronto. Me too. I yep. I yeah. Do we even need to say anything else? Not really. The the. Rays are a tremendously better team. The Blue Jays are probably a team on the rise, but I really don't know where they are right now. Okay. They've still got some pieces to add. They know that. It's going to take them some time to figure that out. Next up will be Cleveland and New York. Uh, I got Yankees in four. I'm going to take Yankees in five. Um, Something. Oh, go ahead, Ben. Go ahead and put your prediction out there. Yeah, Yankees in five. Um, Something that came to my attention probably... A day or two ago. No, it's probably about a week ago now. Is that Tito Francona hasn't been in the dugout all season. It's been like their bench coach or whoever it is managing that team all year. And I had no... I mean, it's health-related and everything. That's always been a thing with Tito. Um, But I did not know that, to be real honest with you. And I don't really know... Like I like how sneaky, good Cleveland tends to be. But uh, I really don't know. 
I, I can't decide where I am on, on them overall, you know? They've been poopy overall, like really poopy. For them, definitely poopy. And then like you take away the manager thing, and that worries me as far as experience goes and all that stuff. So, okay, Ben, what's next? So next up, we have Minnesota and Houston. It's going to be an interesting one. No, it's not. Minnesota's going to win this series, certainly. Ooh, really? Yes. I've got them in five. You've got them in five. I have Minnesota in five, just because I think the Astros pitching won't hold up. I'm taking I'm taking Minnesota in four. Love it. Yeah, I saw something yesterday that was like the so if for those on Twitter following the Astros Shame Tour account has been one of my favorite things to follow all season long because. There's just a lot of great things like, you know, just pictures of trash cans in the dugout being like the Astros are ready for the playoffs, things of that nature. Um, So I want to read this off real quick for you guys. Um, I want to compare some 2017 stats to 2020 of these main core guys with the Astros. So Altuve in 2017 hit 346 and 2020 hit 219. Carlos Correa in 2017 hit 315. Carlos Correa this year, 264. Bregman, 284 in 2017, 242 this year. Uh, George Springer, 283 in 2017, 269 this year. Not Why are we going back to 2017? Because that was their kind of like peak run. And I mean, they've been really strong ever since then. But those are kind of all their peak. Like that team was humming at that point. Yeah, so, that, that was their, their cheating year. Right, that too. So it's... It's kind of that combination of those things, but I, I find it incredibly interesting as far as their performance is concerned. They're a 500 team that made the playoffs. And I, I picked them to win the division. So, you know, I couldn't well, have been more wrong on that. So, It's it's interesting you say that because the true division winner is coming in uh, in our last matchup, and that's Oakland and the White Sox. This, I got Oakland four. Oakland and four. This is going to be a harder matchup than than a lot of people think. I'm taking Oakland in five. Nope. Oakland in three. Really? Not giving the White Sox much, huh? No. Oakland's sneaky good, y'all. Okay. We'll see about that. What? So, uh, first of all, the Reds couldn't have been more lucky to not draw the Dodgers in the first round, right? Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. All these are pretty, like, they're not a whole lot of lopsidedness overall, I think, in these these matchups. Which one, what's the one that's going to surprise everybody the most? Uh, I think Chicago-Miami. I think Miami's going to do well. Do you? Okay. I'm not there. Ben, where are you at with this? I, I still think uh, Chicago is a better built team. But totally. stranger things have happened. <laughs> they have David the Ross as their manager. What was that, Sam? The Oakland series, I think, will be really good. I think so, yeah. too. I think it'll be more of a... I don't think the White Sox have the pitching, but I think they're an advantage in a five-game series. And so I think hopefully that'll kind of balance itself out a little bit. And we'll kind of... Yeah, they should be able to take at least one because they have Lucas Giolito, who can, who's really good. If they throw him twice, if they get to... Throw him twice. There's a chance they could win. And I, I disagree. I think, I think Oakland's better than that. And I, it's so weird to say. 
I know Oakland's the better team, front, like top to bottom. I know that, but anything can happen in a five game set, and that's kind of the point, I think. Do y'all want to go one round deeper or no? Let's wait until we. Well, I was going to suggest we wait until we get the winners, and then we can predict those. But yeah, yeah. for well, sure, something to something to chew on because I did look it up and I was wrong. The division series also five games. Only the CS and the World Series is going to be seven games. Wow, that's so chaotic. I love it. That's incredible. I didn't know that. I thought it went to seven right after that. Yeah, me too. Boy, you'd think that they would try to do that too with the amount of revenue. But I guess the scheduling part would be just preposterous, right? (laughs) I mean, really. That's... (laughs) I mean, I... I well, mean, you're, because they're ahead, because man. they're playing the division series in a neutral site, you know. So maybe that's whenever we were talking earlier about spouses and stuff. That's probably because they're still going to be in their home stadiums, but the division is wherever they start going to to the neutral sites. Right. So maybe they're just going to plug out the games five ga- five days in a row because you don't have to accommodate for travel time. Yeah, I don't know about in a row. But well, not like, yeah. I mean, I guess they do that all the time, though. So what's the difference, really? Yeah. I don't know. Playoff, and I would say I would. I tr- I struggle to make this argument because I would say the playoff environment is different, but I don't know that it's going to be. I don't know how how would it be other than the fact that I I am almost positive that MLB is going to try to let fans into this game. Almost positive of it in some way, shape, or form. They're going to be able to have fans there. Yeah, we'll follow the NFL in some regard. Ben and I are going to go to the World Series, I think, though. I think that'll be good. That would be cool. I just want to call out the group think that I've got going on this spreadsheet. Okay. We're all choosing the same winners, except for two series. I chose Miami over Chicago, and Justin told, chose Cincinnati over Atlanta. The rest of us chose the same teams. It's because they're good teams. That's the right call. Just saying. Just saying. We don't want to be in an echo chamber now, do we? Okay. <laughs> is that, is, are you using this as justification to pick Miami? Is that what you're doing right now? I was just I just looked at the sheet. I was like, oh, it looks fucking homogenous. Hmm. Ben, do we need to make some auxiliary picks here? Uh I think we should make any tiebreakers happen by having the mascots fight. Ooh. I'm taking my Nashville hot chickens. I'm gonna draft Gritty from the NHL to come. Oh, dude. What is it with Good Duster call. Dan and Gritty? He loves that guy. They're kindred. <laughs> They are kindred, that's for sure. It's it's Duster Dan and Gritty are kindred. It's a it's a match made in heaven, that's for sure. Uh, he, he gets brought to my attention from Duster Dan more often than you would think, actually. Um, Probably hey, more often than our actual podcast. True. Uh, one thing that I saw. So, are there any other playoff notes before we move on? There's another thing I wanted to show you guys before we get out of here. Well, it's just worth underscoring again, y'all, that we are here. Playoff baseball in the year of the pandemic is such a strange thing that when they canceled spring training in second week of March, that when they kind of said they were going to have a season and then they didn't, like, can y'all believe that we've made it this far? Not particularly, but Sam doesn't seem to be that that phased by it, really. I mean, have you listened to the podcast that we put on? You just got to follow the money. They're, of course, they're going to put it on and <laughs> proceed. Oh, man. Well, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. J Mac, what, what were you going to bring up? Okay. So, something that we haven't talked about, which is a damn shame, and we were talking about the Brewers a little while ago. 
And something that we haven't talked about nearly enough this season, and it kind of ended up, once again, one of those things that just sort of went under the radar for obvious reasons, but uh, the fact that the Brewers are not going to be calling their ballpark Miller Park anymore is incredibly sad to me. Yeah. I mean, it's my favorite beer. It's a great named park. Yeah. It's a great American brand. This was the last season for it. And... Can we get that hierarchy from you again, Sam? Because that was your... <laughs> it's going to be called American Family Field. It's not good. It's not good at all. Um, what? I, I know. Name that Jerry Falwell? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's very, very odd. But I can't believe that they're ditching that. Like, that seems like an obvious partnership made in heaven, and it always has been. I don't... I, I mean, they're, we talked about the mascot thing long ago when I was writing the mascot blogs. I mean, Billy Brewer is a classic. Well, next next thing we know, Laverne and Shirley won't be at the games anymore. Oh, are they still alive, Ben? I don't know. Couldn't be, right? Of them is. Oh, all right. Anyway, happy days references. Okay, so anyway, back to Miller Park for a moment, though. So it's still, I, I'm pretty sure that I'm just going to continue to call it Miller Park. I think that's probably how that'll work on this show. But um, I, I could not believe when I saw this break-in video of a fan the other day at Miller Park. And I was trying to think of great ways to commemorate uh, the the saying goodbye of the name of a park. And I really, I think this guy has the right idea. And I want to show you guys the surveillance footage that came out from this. Uh, and once again, this is one of the things that sucks if you're listening on audio. So go to our, our YouTube page at Sensibly Loud uh, Media and check it out because I'm showing the actual video it's an unbelievable break-in video, and I'm going to play the whole thing here. Okay, so we're starting here in kind of like the lobby. You can kind of see the pro shop over here. Uh, not a lot of organization done. I guess you don't really have to have it, but this guy seemingly just walks in the door. Okay? I want your live reaction here. So here he is on the Why field. Why was it unlocked? I don't know. <laughs> so there he is on the field. Taking it all in. Wait, what the? Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So he has a tractor. He's scooping up the base path between first and second base. I love his knowledge of knowing how to use said tractor. Dickhead. He, he, he drove across the pitching mound and is now pushing dirt and earth. He's ripping up the turf in front of home plate. <laughs> Isn't this an unbelievable? <laughs> Why is this happening? Why I can't have to do that. It's like a tractor with a like a an attachment that you'd see on the front of a bobcat in front of it. He just ripped up the entire home plate area, and now this dude is just driving through the infield. I love that this guy is just like helping himself to, you know, the ballpark, the equipment in the ballpark, as if it's just for everybody to use. Well, and it's not like. <laughs> Uh, so when you said it was a tribute, I thought he was going to go drink a Miller on the pitcher's mound or something. And I was oh, no. like, okay, that's reasonable. But, I mean, this is potentially hundreds if not thousands of dollars worth of damage. It's it, The good news is here he's dumping out what he picked up in the bucket of the of the tractor there right on the pitcher's mound. I mean, what an unbelievable video, right? Talk about something that isn't getting talked about nearly enough. And also, I, yeah, I didn't know it existed. And why also, and also, why does the, the security cameras seemingly keep zooming in on the guy? So are you telling me that nobody knew, and now he's just going to walk out through the concourse? 
Are you serious? They don't catch this guy? <laughs> no. Oh my oh god. My goodness. That's so fucked up. Might as well just like, help himself to a hot dog while he's there. I mean, it, it doesn't look like he's going to be able to get one in there, but yeah, man, it's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I can't. <laughs> so I guess that's his tribute so to I guess his tribute was to write his own name in the field, I guess. Is that what we were doing here? I mean, I don't What's the point of that? I don't know, but I love the fact that he just waltzed in the front door and waltzed out. Like, that's great. Well, and if they were closing the ballpark, that'd be one thing, but they're just renaming it. Like, right. It's not like they're... Are those two linked, or is this... No. Did you bait us watching this? Oh, no, I baited you into watching it for sure, but it's absolutely worth watching because it's an unbelievable story. And, like, I, so I, I don't know the follow-up exactly. I'm not sure if they actually ended up catching the guy, but the fact that he walked out the back door, no problem... I just want to know one thing: like, are all bar ballparks this easy to just like walk into? Because no. I've not never anymore. seen this before. Well, I yeah, not after this guy, and I bet Miller Park won't be. But talk about too trusting of people here. I mean, and but nobody I mean, saw that. You don't have one security guard for this whole place. Is that that is crazy to me? Yeah, there's more security at like any parking garage that you go to. Right. Unbelievable story, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm that guy. And the door's open. A, I'm going to be surprised. Like, I look surprised exactly zero. He's ready. He knows that it's open or something. I would have just, like, cracked open some beers and, like, sat in the stands or something. I, I and love he knew right where the tractor was at, too. <laughs> well, I don't know that he did. I think that he was just kind of, you know, just kind of making his way around the field and then saw that and was like, oh. The one part that I noticed is off frame from the tractor, whenever he comes out on it, you can see one of those, like, uh, cherry picker type things that has that you get up and like use like you know to to get stuff like really high up in the air and stuff like that. I don't know. I wish he would have chosen that instead. To be honest, probably would have done less damage. I mean, th this person was bent on destruction. I mean, yeah, for sure. There's no reason to destroy something like that unless you're just pissed. <laughs> it's pretty funny though. It's pretty unbelievable that something like that can actually happen. So I'm tweeting it out from my account right now. Go check it out. At JMAC SLM. Uh, what else? Day. What's that? Sad day. Sad day for Maybe. Miller Park. Sam doesn't want to give this individual any more attention or credit, and JMAC's in it for the follows. Oh, <laughs> no, I just want people to be able to see this video. This is an unbelievable video. It's um, incredible. What other baseball notes do we have, guys? I Rangers mean, are out. They're the second worst team in baseball. Next to Pittsburgh. I'm really, Pittsburgh <laughs> I'm really glad you brought that up. I saw a tweet the other day that I marked just because I love how it was phrased. Ben, do me a favor real quick. Pull up the Texas Rangers uh, schedule and let me know what the score of the game was on September the 24th. Okay. Because I saw a tweet that came from at Rangers from their account that just said, tonight's game has ended. No score, no, no anything. Jesus Christ. Uh -oh. it's, uh, so on, it looks like they lost to the Houston Astros by a score of 12 to 4. Yeesh. Not great. Ending their season 19 and 38. <sighs> That's tough, man. That's real tough. All right. Well, I was just curious about the tweet more than anything else. It actually wasn't as bad of a route as I thought it would be based on the fact that they, the main account that usually tweets the scores out just said the game has ended. <laughs> it's 
a little dark. It's a little dark. All was right, that more of a play on the fact that the season was really just kind of a game? Yeah, I mean, yeah, more or less. Could it's be. all a game, right? Mm. Deep, deep, yes. Ben, get us out of here. Well, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to check us out. We are at sensiblyloud.com. Plus, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. However you're listening to this podcast, that'll help us out. Are you using the podcast app on your smartphone? Are you using the equivalent on a droid that I'm not aware of because my iPhone doesn't show me that? Are you using Spotify? Well, however you're doing it, thank you so much. Rate, review, subscribe. Plus, we are all over your social media. Don't text and drive. And please make sure to check out all of our brother and sister podcasts out there as part of the Happy Sensibly Loud family. Props to J-Mac for producing this and every other episode. We'd like to thank everyone for tuning in for episode 126 of the Outfielder Podcast. We'd like to thank all of our fans, Sensibly Loud Media, our sponsors, and those with a sharp eye to keep the runners close. Grounds crew, please keep patrolling that outfield. Big ups to Kevin Towers. Don't text and drive. And we'll see you right back here next time on the Outfielder Podcast. 